Hey everybody, welcome to the episode 8 of the Words of Vikram podcast. How are you guys doing? Rhetorical question, you really can't answer that on the podcast, right? It's 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 not a live show. <laughs> okay, so what am I up to? So as you probably figured out from the uh, title of today's show that I'm going to be talking about my epic journey, an odyssey, if you may call it that, to Colorado Springs in Colorado. Nice. So, you know, first of all, the minute I hear Colorado Springs, the only thing I can think of is Tesla. That is what, you know, Nikolai Tesla, his lab, the experiments, the discovery of the AC current and all that other good stuff just rushes through my mind. And, you know, I've been fan of Tesla way before the car Tesla came out, <laughs> way before the car came out. I've actually heard of him. He's a real guy. But, uh, you know, that's that's the first thing that, that I think of. And, you know, I think that I'm not sure if I shared this on my last podcast or not. But the first time I actually went to Colorado Springs, I was uh, five or six years ago. And then one of the things that stuck with me is you, you know, you get out of the airport and I was getting picked up. I was speaking at an event at a really fancy resort called the Broadmoor. It's got a lot of history. So as you know, as as I get picked up there, uh, and we're driving down to the hotel, and you know, by the side of the road was this like huge animal. I don't know, uh, a moose? No, it wasn't a moose. Probably a. I don't know. See, I I I was just like, whoa! What is? I was mesmerized when I looked at it. I'm like, this is wildlife right by the freeway. What's going on? So yeah, I you know that was <laughs> yeah. So that's my big memory of uh, of all the other things that I saw. That that's something that stuck with me. That oh look, I'm I'm trying to get you know I'm trying to get to the hotel and speak at a conference. Well, this dude here is just walking by the road by the roadside. There's wildlife right there. So that's you know the the, the natural beauty of Colorado. It's phenomenal. And, you know, seeing a wild animal just walking around the lanes. Oh, not on the lanes. He, he, you know, let's be very clear. He wasn't part of the freeway. He was, you know, a little bit away from it. But getting back, getting back to the, the odyssey of getting from Atlanta to Colorado Springs uh, took me 14 hours. So, you know, just to scale, just to scale for you, 14 hours to get from Atlanta to Colorado Springs it's the same flying time that you could probably get to Hong Kong from Atlanta. So just to put in perspective for you, that that's a lot of time for the amount of distance that I covered. So you can see a little bit of, you can probably sense a little bit of frustration uh, <laughs> in my tone. But you know, it's it, it was an epic trip. It was an odyssey, and then uh, you know, getting from Atlanta to Dallas alone with the flight delays and you know weather. Uh, and technology both kind of played a part. So, you know, imagine you're all set, ready to go speak at an event, and uh, you're all, you know, checked in on time, and you're sitting in the, you know, you get in the plane, you go through the boarding, you listen to all the painful announcements about wearing your seatbelt, <laughs> and, you know, just as you get on the tarmac, okay, we're ready to take off, uh, the captain comes on and tells you, oh, this flight is delayed by three hours. Like, Whoa, really? Like, that's... I wish we had that piece of information 20 minutes ago when we went through the whole exercise of unloading, sitting down, you know, making that awkward hello and hi with your seatmate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we went through the whole process <laughs> and then got, got off the plane. And then, you know, I, I'm, I'm learning a lot about, you know, you think you've been flying around for a, for a while and you've become sort of an expert on stuff. You, 
no, no, it's it's amazing. Every time I hit the road, I'm learning something new, and it's been you know 15 years of doing this. But I found out that you know you cannot change your flights from the airplane. So we were just sitting there on the tarmac, right? So I, I called in my 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 friends at American Airlines, which is as a lot of you listeners know, is my preferred airlines for a lot of travel. So uh, you know, I called my uh, my people at American Airlines, and they were like, "Look, we." We cannot do anything for you until the airplane touches the gate. So, wow, like that's a, a so technically I was, was I in the middle in, in a no man land situation? What was that? <laughs> so, you know, all the, all the jokes aside, uh, they did help me, you know, once I, once the plane technically went back to the gate and then when it got back to the gate, there was some other airplane in there. <laughs> so the efficiency is just, just phenomenal, right? We got back, we had to wait. Everybody got out of the plane again, and it's like uh, like my own version of uh, Groundhog Day. You know, you board it, you redo the whole thing again. So I'm pretty quick to bust out my my laptop and uh, get to work. And I, you know, no problem. Sure, I'll wait for three hours at the airport because you know the next day I was uh, due to speak. So I, there is no way I'm not leaving the town tonight. Even though I've given it a full day, this is why, you know, this is one of the reasons why I always leave early is you cannot count on somebody to get you there on time. There's something always happening, right? So once you have a gig where you're showing up and people are going to be there waiting for you to, you know, come and speak, if you don't show up, oh, there's no faster way to look stupid and, you know, lose your credibility. But getting back to the the odyssey here, uh, so I finally got got into Dallas and, you know, at at like, I think it was 8 p.m. or something like that. And I just walked around. And, you know, the first thing I noticed is the overflowing garbage, like just the, the, the bins, not the garbage was not, you know, let me be clear. It wasn't just flowing all the way out onto the, the, the actual terminal, but, you know, the, the overflowing garbage. And then they kept changing the gate to the flight. And then also they changed the terminal once to the flight. So I got to take a train ride. I got to walk around. I like to call that the the DFW workout, which is the Dallas Fort Worth Airport. It's it's the hub of American Airlines. Those of you who are wondering why why I was there. So eventually, after walking around senselessly with my bag and my my you know tired feet, I <laughs> I finally uh, got on a flight to Colorado Springs. So you know, the journey wasn't done. So yeah, we boarded again. Uh, it was close to midnight. I got in, we landed at Colorado Springs at 2am. And then, you know, with my advancing age, after mid, it's hard for me to stay up <laughs> past midnight. So I, you know, I kind of woke up in a haze and just started trekking my way to the hotel. And uh, once the plane landed, I got out of the plane. One really interesting thing happened and i and i laughed i laughed about it with my friends later on boys that as i was trying to exit the the airport you know once once you hit two in the morning you're kind of some of the things are on autopilot right so just walked out deep sleep woke up a little bit walked out of the airplane looked for signs for for exit started walking out and then i i couldn't help but notice that all the walls literally at least for my my walk out of the airport Everything was from the uh, uh, Air Force base, the training center, That's which is a huge deal. There are a lot of, you know, cool things in Colorado Springs. That's one of the things. And, uh, you know, I joked about it with my friends. I, f- I felt like, did I 
did I give up on my life and join the Air Force? <laughs> uh, so I, I, all I saw was Air Force, Air Force, Air Force. I'm like, okay, good. You know, this is an airport that other people coming to. There must be some people coming here not for the Air Force. So a huge fan of the Air Force. So shout out to the Air Force. I know but I would never get to fly a plane. So I know that. But, you know, hats off to whoever does that. And, uh, you know, hats off to the Air Force. But at 2 a.m. walking through corridors and only seeing that, and it was so weird. I thought, oh, have I have I joined the Air Force? <laughs> What's going on? So, yeah, by 3 a.m. I was uh, at my destination. And uh, this is life on the road. You you just have to keep going. There, there are no options. You know, after a, after a 14-hour journey that should have taken you two, three hours, you, you start thinking about life. Uh, actually, you're too tired to think about life. You pretty much pass out. Uh, but yes, you know, getting at the hotel and, you know, things look up the minute, you see, the hospitality industry, that's what it's all about. <laughs> so, you know, one of the best amenities at, at this particular hotel was... Uh, we had a, a room with with a bunch of amenities in it, and one of one of the one of my favorite things was little cans of oxygen. So you could, you know, you're at you know Colorado, you're at uh, high altitude, uh, the air is a little thin, and uh, as I've mentioned before, with my advancing age, it hits me a little bit more than it used to. So yeah, I was pounding some. Uh, some oxygen and you know the <laughs> the upside is with the higher altitude everything seems funnier so so for someone like me who loves to crack up on his own jokes yeah it was great to be there and i was huffing oxygen just walking up and down the corridor uh but the event was awesome i was at the benchmark annual conference the executive conference they've going you know that company's great they're going through a lot of changes and they just acquired another hotel company called Gemstone Resorts, and this was the first joint event. Uh, I got to speak there. I met some old friends. I want to give a very special shout out. I mean, it was a great event, but one of the things I definitely loved about the event was they actually invited a local coffee roaster, a local coffee company to come in and set a table. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm huge on coffee, right? I was there and I met those guys and talk to them. I, I think I spent a lot of time talking to the coffee people. So a huge shout out to Switchback Roasters. You know, they saved me, uh, caffeinated me with the time change and everything. And then, you know, I'd sat with them when I'll be coming in before my speaking gig to get, you know, caffeinated so I can, you know, yak up on stage and then uh, all that good stuff. So, you know, that I love the part where you're at a hospitality event and, you know, the quality of the food and beverages is awesome, which was phenomenal at this this event. But the best thing was coffee. It was an, it was amazing. And uh, I was very happy to just, you know, go go see them every time I needed coffee, which is every hour, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I did, uh, you know, it's, it's not all work. So let me be, you know, I'm very adventurous, especially when I'm uh, hanging with my buddy Eric. Uh, he decided that we should go. Uh, we had some time. We had a little bit of time in between uh, the program that was listed for the event. So we had some time and we said, you know what? Uh, he bought up. So I, I shouldn't take any credit for this. So he said, hey, we should go check out Pike's Peak. And uh, you know me, I'm all about national parks and monuments, right? You remember from my earlier podcast how I'm waiting for National Geographic to call me. So yeah, I jumped on that opportunity and I have a pro tip for you guys. Uh, acclimate 
and then elevate. So yeah, I've barely been there for a few hours, uh, for a couple of hours. And uh, we decided to go to the peak of one of these really beautiful mountains. And oh my God, it was amazing. But you know, by the time you we were on top of it, uh, the world starts spinning, you know, when you have lack of oxygen. <laughs> So, yeah, the world starts spinning and uh we we did that thing and you know we had a we had a good time catching up and then of course, you know, one of the one of the really cool things was uh we had uh had a little bit of encounter with the armed services. So, let me let me clarify the I shouldn't call it an encounter. We had a run in. No, wait. I shouldn't call it a run in. It was just we just happened to see somebody again. Oh, wait a minute. So, see, I, I'm messing up my facts here. So, let me let me let me scale back. So, we don't know who it was. We're not sure if it was army or special forces or just a concerned citizen. But yeah, we'd managed to get lost on top of the mountain, <laughs> and we drove up to this establishment. I should call it an. What is going on with me today? Okay, a, a little building where it said, you know authorized personnel only and with the lack of oxygen that's all i could i remember now that i just read this for one second i just glanced it and then as we started to turn this gentleman whose face is covered walks up to us with shades on uh not in uniform and does the the wavy motion under his neck you know like cut it out you know when you when you say hey cut it out so international symbol for cut your neck no just back off right so he did that and then we were like oh let's have a conversation with him. and the guy just turned around and we were like okay we must be really in the wrong place so yeah we we, we survived that and we quickly descended from that from that elevation down and turned you know turned the car around and uh apparently there's a rally every year that happens where a lot of cars just fly off the cliff and i can see why but yeah eric's a phenomenal driver with his uh, background driving in uh, high altitudes. Uh, so I was safe. We we got back and uh, I also ran into some really close friends while I was there. Yeah, believe it or not, guys, I have friends in Colorado Springs. <laughs> what do you think of that? So yeah, so I ran into my, my, my special friends and I want to give a shout out to Allison and Scott. I met them. They took me to dinner in a morgue. Um, no, don't don't freak out. It's it's a Mark themed restaurant called the Rabbit Hole. So I got to see downtown Colorado Springs, which I didn't see five six years ago. So it was very interesting, and uh, had a great meal there. Caught up, and uh, I guess my jokes are pretty funny when the oxygen level is really low. <laughs> so we had a great time after dinner. We we hung out for a little bit, and. Uh, the lightheadedness makes everything funnier, right? So maybe I should do more of my comedy material when I'm at higher altitudes. Well, the the next day I uh, uh, I had to Uber to Denver because I had a back to back gig. I cut it really close, and the only way to get into my next location, which is which was Vancouver, Canada, was to get back to Denver and then get from Denver to Vancouver. So I was on a on a very tight gig uh, here, back to back two days. Uh, but yeah, I, um, you know, I, I did take my first United flight in two years. So I, I don't fly United Airlines and this, it's nothing to do with the recent, you know, updates on them. You know, I, I've known they're terrible years ago, so I didn't need to, you know, I've had my own experiences with them and, uh, I used to fly a lot with them back in the day and then made the switch 
but you know, it's all airlines are bad, guys. Like, there's no perfect experience you're gonna have. Exception, Singapore Airlines. If you uh, hashtag <laughs> hashtag awesome awesome airlines. Well, if you if you heard my two podcasts ago, yeah, I did talk about Singapore Airlines and why I think it's the best airline in, in the world right now. But uh, so, yeah, I got on a United flight after a while. I literally had forgotten about the experience. I'll talk about it on the next podcast. And, uh, you know, the massive lines at Denver Airport, just massive lines, even with the TSA pre thing, which is supposed to help you faster, the lines just out the door, literally lines out a door. And I noticed, you know, the clear thing, which, which kind of um, makes me really, you know, it, it it bugs me a little bit and then also makes me realize, you know, how, how travel is changing, right? So there's a thing called clear. And, I, and I'm not talking about the HBO documentary on Scientology called Going Clear. So, which was, I think, Alex Gibney. Gibney, am I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. But yeah, that's a, a documentary on Scientology. Check it out. It was pretty, very interesting, very insightful. Uh, but getting back to the clear lines at the airport, so, you know, there's a regular line for people who are just regular people. <laughs> this TSA pre for people who have given their fingerprints to the government and they're comfortable doing that. And also they travel a lot so they don't get to take off their laptop and shoes and, and liquids before they go through security. So this third thing has popped up and I really don't notice it as much as I uh, usually would do because some of the it's not at every airport but in denver it was pretty prominent because on two sides there was there were these massive lines of humanity right people lines out the door and then clear there was no line right i'm like wow this this little thing i thought was just a fad and kind of pat i i remember clear starting years ago guys this is like years ago and then kind of went away and i think they did some reorg and they're back in full swing so but anyways, you know, it's it's $179 US dollars a year to join it. And it involves, uh, you know, your fingerprint scan, but also a scan of uh, uh, your your iris, your your eyes. You know, this is we're getting in James Bond territory right here. So they just scan your eye. And then you, I guess the, the process is you walk in and you just walk, literally, you just walk into the airport. They don't ask you any questions. I don't know if they do because I've never been through the, through the lines, but it is very fast. So, you know, it it kind of, you know, sounds awesome. And as much as I would love to do that every time I go to the airport, it makes me think back of a time when, you know, everybody used to be clear. You know, look how ridiculous things are. Oh, look at me sounding like an old man. <laughs> but, you know, everybody used to be clear. But today there are three tiers, regular people, uh, TSA pre and now there's this you know super elite clear line for 179 bucks you could just walk through so I don't know uh, should this be a debate on biometrics or a debate on how society is developing <laughs> no we don't do any of that here so we'll stick with you know just making fun of clear <laughs> no I'm not making fun of it I'm actually seriously thinking now uh, as they expand to more airports Maybe it's worth uh, doing that because, you know, a little bit of peace of mind, uh, dignity. You know, every time you go through security, guys, you lose a little bit of your dignity. Right? <laughs> they just make you, make you sound look like a criminal. Uh, but, you know, jokes aside, yeah, Clear has made a comeback. They're adding a lot of airports, which is fine. So, interesting. I don't know. Is this the answer to society's evil? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, stay tuned for next week. <laughs> so, let me... Let me get back to uh, 
my other thing that I usually follow it with, right? My I'm I'm done yapping about what I did. Let's talk about where you guys are listening from. So, you know, of course, uh, Office Cubicle, my favorite. Shout out to all my cubicle, cubicle jockeys who are, you know, buttoned down there and they're just doing their thing <laughs> and taking the time to listen to me. So, yeah, shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. One person was on an Uber ride, uh, which is which is great. Uh, I haven't had any Lyft users yet, but yeah, someone was on an Uber ride listening in and at a coffee shop. So yeah, caffeine and this podcast is perfect. Great job there. So uh, as far as the location, uh, very interesting global play, the usual suspects, Seattle, San Francisco, Dallas, a lot of Spain popping up. So the, the, the podcast on Spain did well in Spain. So wow, that's pretty meta, right? That's, um, that's cool. And uh, yeah, the one location that really pop, popped out and uh, really excited me was Reunion Island. So re- for those of you uh, not familiar with it, uh, go to the Google machine and check it out. It, it's, uh, I think it's on the east coast of Madagascar, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a, it's a French territory. So, you know, there, you could, uh, I think Air France is a flight from Paris all the way to Saint Den- Saint Denis Saint Denis I don't know how to say it right uh wish I had paid more attention to French in hotel school but I obviously did not so it's Saint Denis or Saint Denis I don't know how to say it right but yeah there's a non-stop flight from Paris to get there and again you know an island in the middle of the Indian Ocean so that, that was awesome you know somebody out there is listening and and that's so cool uh getting into Q&A let's hit some Q&A for this week so the first one is uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, hi V. So I, I'm assuming it's Vikram. Uh, <laughs> love the podcast. Love to hear you complain a lot about airports in the U.S. Dot dot dot. But which one is your favorite one here? Great, good question. Uh, yeah, this is a very easy answer. Uh, I'll give you not just one. I give I'll give you three airports that I that I really enjoy. And really like number one is SFO, my old home, home base airport. And the shout out is because in the you know the reason for liking it a lot is probably some of the best you know food options and and layout uh, as far as layout is concerned is really nice. I uh, the new terminal, the new American Airlines terminal is is pretty phenomenal. And you know I know they have a yoga room now, which you know me I'm not not going to be using it, but but yeah, it's newer, it's nicer, and the food options are great. And uh, right up there with SFO, uh, San Francisco, is the PDX, the uh, Portland Airport. And the reason is, you know, there's always some guy, at least during hours that I've been through, playing uh, uh, playing the piano in, in the middle of the concourse. And, uh, you know, a little bit of a little bit of civilization in the jungle of aviation. So I love that. And the other thing about Portland, I have to say that I really like is any food or beverage you buy there. They have some very good options. But Portland or Oregon, I'm not sure if it's a city rule or a state rule, but you cannot sell things for more money at the airport just because you have a captive audience. So very interesting how, you know, you could still get food and everything for the same price that is going to be available right outside the airport. So there's no convenience charge, right? That's what it's called. Uh, so that's one of the things I, I do enjoy about Portland. So PDX airport, pretty awesome, easy to get in and out of great food. And uh, last but not the least is my home, current home, home airport, which is the Kona International Airport. So uh, 
it, there is no there's nothing like it guys when 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 you're playing lands and you know you're on the big island you're in hawaii you see the the black lava the blue ocean it's it's home so and and of course that's one you're I, when i'm there i know i'm going home the the other reason is of course that it's really tiny so there's it's not even you know it's barely covered <laughs> you just you could literally see through the tarmac from outside the airport so i love that i just like it that it's it's small it's open and you get out of the plane and just the breeze hits you there's no tunnel to walk through and there's like one restaurant <laughs> there's one little air conditioned corner in that entire airport <laughs> where you go in and you sit down and you know i know change is coming and there's some improvements coming for for that airport but uh but yeah that is my uh you know that's my list of top airports in the in the us not everything is completely you know unbearable so uh you know who you know which ones i'm talking about right <laughs> um next question and this is uh, also kind of per- uh a more personal choice question so uh which is good which is good because it's very hard for me to explain uh, or talk about stuff that uh, involves me showing you you know actual examples and stuff so yeah this is easier line of questioning right so next question is what tv shows are you currently watching well right now i am watching uh, or trying to catch up on uh fargo a phenomenal show if you have not heard of it or seen it check it out uh it's the the new season's on uh and i love watching that show better call saul the new season's out so i'm trying to catch up on that and uh out of the old ones uh there's a there's an amazon series called mozart in the jungle which is a very interesting show about music i i i'm really liking it's funny it's light and uh, i i learn something on every episode about music yeah my classical music knowledge is poor so i am trying every time i uh they bring up something i have to google it and then or or ask a person sitting next to me who's smarter than me off at all times so i have to ask them hey w- what does that mean oh what does this mean <laughs> so yeah those are my three and then there are some other shows as well uh but yeah these are this is what my current focus is right now is to catch up on these shows and uh what else am i trying to catch up on uh, anything with Sherlock Holmes. Uh, so Elementary is one of the shows that I that I'm on. At least trying to keep up on uh, John Oliver on HBO. Love 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 his uh, uh, his style. His uh, his his delivery is pretty cool. And uh, what else am I watching? Oh yeah, the Legion is another show. It's really it's superpowers, time travel, crazy stuff. I I, I love watching that one too. So yeah, these are uh, these are the shows, uh, and oh yeah, of course, uh, billions on Showtime. So that's a, I think I'm seven episodes behind. That. So I shouldn't say that I'm trying to watch all these shows. I'm really, yeah, I'm trying to to watch uh, a bunch of shows. Let's let's put it that way. So oh, which leads me to my favorite question of the week. So the last question for this week is: Would you rather have nail polish on your nails or makeup on your face? Hmm. <sighs> okay, this is a. Uh, oh yeah, I I think I got this one. So yeah, would so would you rather have nail polish on your nails or makeup on your face? Easy answer for me. I'm gonna go with uh makeup on my face because two reasons. Number one, I I don't think so. I like the smell of the nails. To, you know, I I just like my nails to be just clean and clear. So I I cannot envision them having any coloration or anything. Just clean hands. That's let's just not put anything on them, right? So that's my personal preference. Uh, but with makeup, 
Um, guess what, guys? I've had makeup on my face. So uh, two years ago, I gave a keynote at the Airbnb conference in Paris, and it was a massive production of you know over five thousand people attending. And then we were in this huge tent in uh, uh, in one of the parks in Paris, and it was a professionally managed event. So yeah, I I, I got to do hair hair and makeup. So yeah, they didn't want me to shine like a beacon on the stage <laughs> with all the lights coming in. So yeah, oh yeah. So uh, yeah, Mr. Singh got hair and makeup that day, and. Uh, um, I think it looked pretty good. So if you want to look at some of those photos, they are on my website, on my speaking page, wordsofvikram.com. You could see me gesticulating on the stage uh, in Paris. But yeah, that's me with hair and makeup, guys. I don't know if you guys can handle that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my uh, that's my final answer. And uh, that kind of that wraps up the Q&A for this week. So I would like to sign off. Uh, but before I go, again, don't forget to subscribe and share. The podcast is available on iTunes and Google Play and also on my website, wordsofvikram.com forward slash podcast. I see a lot of you are listening on on iTunes, which is, you know, which I envision will happen. So, yeah. So, uh, every time I post a new one, it just downloads and you get an alert. So, that's perfect. Uh, so, thanks for the feedback. Don't forget to email me your questions. My email is vikram at wordsofvikram.com. You could also check my articles on wordsofvikram.com and follow me for a daily dose of humor or a little bit of endorphin push, you know, a little bit of a drop of endorphins just going through my social media channels. And my Twitter my Twitter and Instagram handle is at wordsofvikram. So yeah, if, if it's something funny or relevant or interesting, I just post it there. Uh, with that, stay woke, stay classy, and don't get stuck in goo. Bye.